G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Earlier this week, you might have caught the story that was uh, quite prominent in the press that the Christian political parties in Australia, or at least three of the four Christian political parties, have a new agreement between them that they will work together in the lead-up to the Victorian state election, which is coming up in November. It is significant, and to follow through on some of those details about why this is significant, good to be able to welcome back Culture. Watch commentator Bill Muhlenberg. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, it is significant, isn't it? The fact that we have a number of Christian political parties who've been doing their own thing, uh, there is a sense that when they decide to get together and do something cooperatively, there is a new strength to what they do. Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, I think, a very welcome move indeed, and hopefully we'll see more of it. I'm uh, often asked, uh, given that we have four minor parties that are quite similar, conservative, Christian, uh, you know, why don't they just all band together and, you know, get better results? Um, And I usually reply by saying there are a few drawbacks to this and it may not happen, but at least in this limited uh, area, and it's quite limited. It's just the state of Victoria, just the forthcoming election, just about preference deals, and just about how especially to unseat uh, pro-abortion candidates. But still, it's a, it's a very good start, and that kind of cooperation, I think, uh, is needed. And uh, hopefully we'll see more of it in the future. Now, the four Christian parties, let me just list those. There's the Democratic Labour Party has a rich history in Australia. There's the Australian Christians, a relatively new party, an offshoot from Fred Nile's uh, long-standing Christian Democratic Party. There's Danny Nalaya's Rise Up Australia Party, and there's Family First. Uh, three of those, the one that's out of that equation at the moment is Family First. These other three have decided to work together. Mm. Uh, at this stage, it's an experiment, as you say. It's just towards the Victorian state election. What are your thoughts about whether it might continue beyond that? Well, I hope it does. I mean, partly we'll have to see if it does any good in our Victorian election of uh, November. Um if they can even uh, unseat a few pro-abortion candidates or get in a few pro-life candidates, that will be a tremendous win in itself. Um, Whether any of these three or four parties get one of their own candidates in, that may be difficult, but again, it's more about the preferencing deals and assuring that uh, hopefully, you know, those uh, in the bigger parties that push the pro-death line will, uh, you know, they'll wake up and say, look, uh, there's a lot of people out there not happy with this, and we will target your electorate and those running for seats there. If you you don't respect life, we will uh, put our efforts into, uh, you know, ensuring that you don't get in. So partly we'll see if it's uh, 
successful operation, and if it is, even on a small scale, I look forward to seeing uh, that they may do this more, not only in Victoria, but around the country, and uh, again, whether it leads to other forms of uh, unification or at least working together, I, I think that's all for the good. When it comes to four different Christian-based parties, uh, there are differences, and uh, you mentioned there are some things that uh, are irreconcilable, and the fact that people have different leaderships and there are different constituencies and uh, there are some differences in the way that even mm. Christian parties are made up. There isn't, it's not necessarily a weakness that there are four, but mm. there's a strength in the fact that they can work together. Yeah, sure. I mean, on the one hand, it, you know, we probably could have a hundred uh, small conservative Christian parties. The more, the merrier. But on one hand, it, it can be a problem. Admittedly, the pie, the electorate pie from which all these people can draw voters would be perhaps a bit small. And then obviously, the more such parties you have, the smaller the uh, slice of the pie you will get. So in terms of getting one of your own candidates elected, it could get more and more difficult the more such parties there are. In fact, I told one of these parties recently that very thing as they were considering launching out. But, um, uh, well, uh, more can be helpful. And as long as we say, if they try to work together, try to uh, get some of the preference flows going in the same direction, I mean, Sadly, in previous elections, the preferencing have been all over the place and sometimes against each other, which is quite uh, sad, actually. So at least in this limited move, uh, it, it sounds quite hopeful. So again, we'll see how it pans out. Bill, your thoughts on uh, the perceptions of mainstream Australians who don't always identify with uh, Christian parties in the way that we uh, sometimes talk about them, mm. uh, and also the mainstream media, the way mm. they might report on Christian parties if they know that there is cooperation between them? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that the mainstream media is overwhelmingly secular left in its approach, so it doesn't like uh, Christianity, doesn't like conservatism. So on both uh, counts, it's not going to run well with all this. Uh, a little bit of reporting was uh, done here in Victoria. There's even one very short, I think, 30-second uh, television news item on this. Uh, at least one or two papers had short articles on it. Uh, but, of course, they will tend to, uh, you know, criticize such parties, saying they have nothing to do with the mainstream of Australia. Although, again, at our recent census, we uh, found that still around 62% of all Australians identify as Christian. So in that sense, the majority of Australians are Christian. And uh, some of the values that these parties adhere to would be what I would think most uh, Australians hold to as well. And, and again, some of the parties, even though they really are Christian in philosophy and worldview, they try to downplay that outward Christian image. Uh, you know, Family First, for example, will try to p- portray themselves as, you know, just another political party like anybody else. So that's a, a question of strategy. How overtly do you identify as Christian, or do you try to play that uh, title down a bit? But uh, and that's you know, there's pros and cons on both of these. But irregardless, the media will tend to be critical. Whatever you do, if you're a conservative Christian group.
It does do something, though, doesn't it, in affirming that there is a a relevant Christian constituency that are prepared to put their vote towards a Christian party uh, when they know that the preferences may well flow to the uh, larger party of their preference. This idea of having a Christian constituency identified is a very powerful thing. Mm, Yeah, absolutely, and it's worth uh, targeting, identifying, and uh, trying to utilise that Christian constituency. Sadly, even though, as I say, over 60% of Australians identify as Christians, um, I would suspect far fewer of them actually vote and think Christianly, think biblically. You know, they may not even apply their faith to, say, federal elections. They just go with who they have always voted for, even though the party may be quite decidedly anti-Christian in many of its policies. You know, Labor has, for example, official policies, abortion on demand, homosexual marriage, and so on. The Greens even worse. So sadly, far too many Christians don't even really carefully think biblically, and they may just run with their party of choice that they've always voted for, even if they're not very Christian. So at least in this case, uh, we're hopefully getting some of those uh, biblical Christians who are thinking about their faith seriously, including how it impacts in an election. And uh, so I think it's a good move. And uh, again, more power to the, the three parties doing this. And we'll be watching carefully to see how the experiment works in the lead-up to the Victorian state election that's coming up in November. Those three Christian political parties signing what's called a public assurance of cooperation. That's the Australian Christians, the Democratic Labor Party and uh, Danny Nalaya on the Rise Up Australia Party. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch and I'd encourage you to visit Bill Muhlenberg, read his articles. You can simply Google Culture Watch and you'll come up with Bill's latest articles. And congratulations, Bill, on your 3,000th article. And uh, as I note, you've uh, done a bit of a tally and uh, discovered that there's something like 4 million words you've written over the past almost a decade. So congratulations on that great milestone and we're expecting to uh, hear lots more from you into the future. Bill, thanks for being with us on 2020. All right, many thanks indeed. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.